We are live, boys. What is let's going go. on, Gen Nation? Oh, let's go. Another day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome on in. Uh, as you can see, there's a new pilot flying this plane. It's not your usual handsome Sparta Chris. It's the captain, Jonathan Antel, and I'm joined by my boys here, Scythe X and by Zuplex, ready to bring the fire and hammer home the goods for us. We are here in Theater Room, episode 54. Locked and loaded. Boys, how we feeling? Zuplex, how you feeling tonight, man? Feeling pretty good. Ready to uh, go over the week's, um, yep. you know, a whole, whole lot of stuff dropped this week. So we got a lot to get into tonight, buddy. We, we do. Scythe, I want to take it over there. How are you feeling tonight? I'm feeling good, man. I'm ready to go. Let's get into this. Okay. Boys and girls. Um, we're, we're going to start, I want to start with a hot topic here. Cause I want to be able to tune in. I want to be able to chime in a little bit. So we're going to start out with a little rings of power and we're going to go to a little Lord of the Rings action before we get on the show. As you guys know, all of us here in G Gen, the admins, Scythe, Spartacus, Zuplex, one shot. We're always going back and forth. We're always yelling at each other about something. It's like a group of brothers that just hate each other, but love each other. And we got into a little Lord of the Rings argument beforehand a uh, a uh, uh, prelude to the argument as one mm -hmm. would say so um for anyone who's who's caught up now there is uh there's a lot going on in the show but i'm going to take it just a tiny step back cuz we haven't we haven't really dove into it yet okay for any of our lord of the ring fans out there we had our three lord of the rings we have our hobbits. We're going back. We're oh, going back. We're going back. And we seem to keep, we, we keep going further back, right? Zuplex, you made a comment before we even get in Rings of Power. I want to know your stance on Lord of the Rings in general as, as I mean, I don't know if you read the books, but as a movie, as a trilogy itself, how do you feel about it in general? It's the most overrated franchise of all time. Mm. Wow. There's, there's no other way to say it. It really is. How is it? Oh, oh, so overrated in your eyes. Great question. Okay, because the original trilogy is everybody talks about it like it's this grand masterpiece. It's one of the most boring pieces of film I've ever watched. Okay, time out. Uh, uh, what uh, makes it? What makes it boring? Because I, I feel, I feel <laughs> the blood boiling. I feel the blood boiling. And Sai, trust me, I'm gonna let you slam dunk the hell out of this. Trust me, bro. Because someone's gotta. So, so I think I take the Kevin Smith approach on this, where it's three movies about guys walking to a volcano. Yeah. And not much. Like there's a couple of cool about I'll give credit where credit's due. Uh what's the second one? Um the two towers, whatever, had a kick-ass battle scene. Okay. Right? Yeah. I'll I'll give credit where credit's due. The orcs looked awesome in that. Visually, it's it's good, but story-wise, it's a boring story. Nothing happens. Like, what do you? What do you mean? Nothing happens though. This guy's walking to a volcano for hours. We have footage <laughs> of hours of panning shots of New Zealand and guys like Frodo in the woods being like, "Oh, Sam, we're we're still here. We haven't moved in seventeen days." 
and that's all. Wow. The like, voiceover's wild too. Great yeah. job. I'm, 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 wait, I'm, I'm waiting for I'm him gonna, to do Schmeagle. I was waiting ahead, for him to like, get into uh, Schmeagle. No, no, no. <laughs> we, we, we don't. We definitely don't want to. We don't want to hear that. So, Scythe, do me a favor. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you start this out real quick before we even get in a ring of power. Go ahead and tell me how you feel about it. I, I, I don't see how at all that it's overrated. It, it, it's statistically one of the best trilogies that came out, and just by by the fans alone it's like from start to finish i don't see a trilogy in cinema that kept me in involved and intrigued on what was going to happen next as each one went on where most trilogies has like a falling off point and i didn't feel that with uh lord of the rings at all i i I was locked in on what was going on Go ahead. Go ahead. Let me know. <laughs> Wait, falling off point, the falling off point was around ending 10 of the third movie. All right. The movie had 27 different freaking endings. All right. They should have ended it at the logical ending point right when the battle ends and just called it a day. But no, we had to have 17 more freaking endings because Peter Jackson needed to film all the film. Hold all on. The world. Time out, time out, time out. This is where you lose credibility, my friend, because here's the problem. I, I'm Listen, we all have opinions. I'm good. I'm totally good with you, even though your opinion is hot dog duke. I'm totally good with you having an opinion on not liking a movie. There's definitely, or, you know, movie shows, whatever. You know there's going to be some that I'm not going to like, and you're going to be like, dude, you're crazy, right? The fact is this. You said that it fell off in the very last movie with remakes of an ending. But then you tell me that essentially it's just hobbits walking in a forest. Now, 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 if you're telling me that that's not interesting, fine, but it's not that. You're getting extensive, in-depth stories about characters and people. Zero hobbits, character development. Elves. What? Zero character Zero. development. There's no arc Bro. for any character in the entire movie. John, we go have higher characters. Every character is the same exact character throughout the movie. There's no arc. For no timeout. Any of them. Gimli, Gimli goes back, and you're literally the hobbits is all about dwarves, and 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 that's an arc. Building off the dwarf arc and going back to their mountain. No, 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 no character arc. There's no character arc. Gimli is so Gimli. You want one. He never changes. That's how, but that's how that's how great the movie is because you don't need a character to go up and down because the main character is Frodo and seeing his struggles, okay? And Sam Wise going through the struggles together, the ups and downs. You don't need the guys who are chasing them to also feel it. And by the way, it's nuts because you can see, you can see their struggles internally about what they want to do and their, and their efforts to continue their journey to find the ring and protect it. Do they have to go through an emotional upside? First of all, the elves and dwarves are not supposed to be emotional, so you're not going to get that. The only emotional character ride you're going to get is from the human aspects of Ryder, right, who ends up being the king. But you're not going to get that from anybody else. But now we have branch off movies based on the people and and the the full-blown dwarves and the elves and the humans and you have so much more that you could build off of and that's what all of these bro you went from Gimli being dwarves to a trilogy of hobbit movies 
and built off of that. Okay. For just as boring as the original trilogy. You are bro. Mind. Listen, I'm very glad. I am very glad. I haven't been in a lot of theater rooms, and from what I know, there is not drug tests um <laughs> required before we do this. This is um, true. Quite frankly, quite frankly, bro, I, I understand, like, we see these views with your AEW take, right? So, like, you're the go-against-the-grain guy, and I get it. It's a, You play the role, and it's a character. It totally fits. I love that about you. When you go so far off the reservoir, and Scythe and I are trying to figure out if we can even put you back on the rails, you lost it, bro. You lost it. So let's let's go next. I obviously know you said what you said about the Hobbit, so let's go into Ring of Power. Yeah. We're, you're caught up on it, Scythe. You're good I'm there not, with us. I'm not caught up. Okay, so we're not, okay, so so essentially, the Ring of Power for anyone who hasn't seen it, um, essentially what it is is it goes back even further, and it essentially tells you it gives you the story before Middle Earth. Okay, it gives you the story of of before Sauron. It gives you the story of um, how it got to really the elves um you know where they are and the power and their people it's really just giving you a background of the massive battle of middle earth and what took place after the fallout of that epic battle that happened okay so so thousands and thousands and thousands of elves perished thousands of orcs perished sauron essentially now they're on the chase forum they're trying to find out this if if he's even alive after centuries of chasing, they can't find anything, right? So now let me ask you, I do have to say this. Sometimes a show can make something so in depth that it can tend to lead you to an area. And I felt like this about Moon Knight, the first few episodes, it tends to lead you to an area of what's the point of this, right? Mm -hmm. But with that being said, the characters, the actors and actresses are awesome. The casting is phenomenal, okay? The visual graphics, and, and for you to say visual graphics for Lord of the Rings is okay, it's beyond epic. All right? I, said it was, I said it was good. I didn't say it was bad. I didn't say it was okay. Yeah, but good. It, it, dude, the visuals visually, are gorgeous. Visually, it would be a good-looking movie. It's, no. it was, it's like, it's stunning. You're watching this, and you're like, yeah, wow. You can tell. You can tell. You can, you can tell they're peeling back layers again, right? To try and get to the next topic, so to speak. Fine, but you have to do that. I mean, Scythe, if you're watching a show, yeah, or just a show. I'm not going to talk about a movie because sometimes it's tough to fit everything into one. That's why Star Wars has so many. That's right. why Lord of the Rings has so many. You, bro, we can go to Indiana Jones, right? right? We can do a lot of these because there's a lot of... Don't you want in-depth... Don't you want something you're going to watch and say... And say a few episodes in, now I know why they started it like this, right? Don't you want buildup of that nature? Yeah, you, you want to work to a payoff. You want to be able to hop on the ride and get to the destination and understand why you're there. And it has to kind of circle back and just confirm what you already watched. So well, I don't understand. Wait, why? Why there? There's no following a ring to a volcano in this. Why? Why did it lose no. you so quick? Listen, I I watched the first two episodes. 
Sure. The first episode was very slow. Very slow. I get it. They're introducing a lot. You know, it's going to, by nature, it's going to be like that. Absolutely. There's so far. Okay. I, I think a part of this problem is also that this is coming out around the same time as House of Dragon, right? Mm-hmm. In in three episodes of House of Dragon, we got extreme character development in three episodes. Two episodes of Ring of Power, we've got zero character development whatsoever. Okay. Like, th- th- listen, the Lord of the Rings trilogy has always been based around visuals. It's not based around good story. I'll, I'll say one thing. Your your thoughts on character development from the original trilogy doesn't... <laughs> I can't I can't be there with you on the show if that's I mean, from, your bar. I mean, listen, this show so far, you know, it's very heavy handed with the with the elves like being like super like sno- uh snobby or whatever the hell else and all that other mm-hmm. stuff. It's super heavy handed with with the visuals for it, which is fine. Like it's stylistically it's it's the choice that they're making. The story itself taking very long to start unfolding to in two hour long episodes but no you're comparing and and you're right but you're comparing when you said house of dragons it 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 took it took literally two full seasons right two or three in game of thrones to get into a battle and now that they fed us fed you that in house in house of the dragons Three episodes, then you already had a, a battle, right? So the fact that the fact that it matter is is not that they're microwaving it, right? But you're they're already at the point where they could give you that. The problem in a show like Ring of Power and even Lord of the Rings is there is so many different lands and so many different places and so many different things going on at once. It's not like you're just there in the town or in the city, in the capital, with the king, with it. It's not like that. Here, literally in the episodes, it bring it constantly brings up the map and brings you to different locations, right? So it kind of it throw it, it puts you here, and then when they're done sort of giving you that little this is what's going on here, boom, they take you to another location. So it's tough, dude, because I get why you're I get why you're a little jaded by it. House of the Dragons battles oh my god dude like i'm in it not all about battles though it's not like you're 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 distilling it down to just the battles i'm talking about actual story development right like actual character development give me a character give me a character right now three episodes in house of the dragons that is that is so paramount to two episodes in of ring of power give me a character give me your question what I mean by that is, is you're you're harping on character development. Yeah. What is it that blows you away about any of the character development in House of Dragons that you can't say Power uh, Ring of Power is doing? I don't understand. We've already seen extreme character development in three episodes of House of Dragons of the King, Rhaenerys, Daemon, pretty much the entire Tar- uh, Targaryen family, right? They're doing it in such a way that they are able to get very quick character development that makes sense to the story without feeling shoehorned in, right? Whereas in two episodes of Ring of Power, it's just everybody is who they are. There's no arc for any of these characters. And it's going to be like that because that's the story of Lord of the Rings. Even the books had no character arc. 
one of the biggest things against Tolkien's writing is that there's no character arc in his characters. He builds worlds, right? And he built the world. And it's a very big world and everybody loves it. And I get that. But what I'm looking for in, in story, most of all, is always character development. So there's, there's none in Lord of the Rings. So it's it's obviously built around, you said it, it's built around the elves predominantly so far, right? Because they were really the keepers of the Middle Earth before anything, right? And as we saw in Lord of the Rings, that's where the relationship went bad because the rings of power affected the human kings worse, the humankind worse, and they ended up getting so power hungry, the elves and humans separated over that. The elves went on their own and the kings became kings of their world, whatever the case may be, you know. Okay, so my question is, what about the elves, the, the developing, even the first episode where uh, Galadriel, I don't know if I'm saying her name right, I think I am, um, she's leading her, her platoon, right? Because she took over her brother's task of finding Sauron. Where you didn't like, you didn't see like first of all her character development, her struggles, the other the other elves struggles, her best friend who then became political, and you could see his internal struggle of maybe not wanting to send her to that afterworld and talking about his you know the plight he has with it, and then it just bro, there's so much that's going on there. And how about the yeah, guy? That's not, an, that's not an arc; it's a linear line. Those are who those characters are. They don't change at all. You know what I'm saying. That's not development. That's just status quo. What what needs to change about the character for it to not be status quo? You have to actually actually like be challenged in some way, change in some way. They're not doing that. Like that that guy, right? That's her friend. I can't remember their names. I can't remember any of their names. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. That's her friend, right? <laughs> okay. the same was the same on the battlefield as he was in politics. He's not changed. He's got no development. He's the same guy. Like he did, he did exactly what you expected him to do. Right? You you didn't expect him all of a sudden to be like, "Hey, take this key, get the hell out of here," blah blah blah, blah and set her free. Right? He did exactly what you expected him to do. She did exactly what you expected her to do. I mean, I didn't have an expectation of any of them because, to me, the Lord of the Rings with the elves, they are very, it's they're the the type of people. And I, and like this is where Scythe, I think you can agree to this in Lord of the Rings. You're watching the elves, and they're very matter of fact. They have a way of life; it doesn't change, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And that's who they are. So the fact is, is I didn't have an expectation because in this you could clearly see there's an internal struggle. So I didn't know. I didn't see it. See, that's the thing. You you saw an internal struggle, and maybe you're. You want to see an internal struggle in them? I see no internal struggle with them at all. Bro, she was on the boat. Uh, she was about to touch, uh, uh, I guess, one of her general's, hand, general's hands. Her brother's knife is on the floor. She's about to go to the afterworld and decides while she's crying, she listens to her it brother. She makes a choice. Established in the first episode that that's the person she is. So again, it's not a development. It's exactly it's just her being her. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just status quo. Like they, they so, established. So she has know. to make some sort of drastic. She has to make some sort. Of, how about the 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 elf? It really has to be so drastic. But I'm saying like there's zero. Like the elves, I mean, the elves have always been my biggest problem with Lord of the Rings because 
Because, like you said, by design, they don't change. By design, that's what they are. You're always going to be able to dictate what Legolas is going to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, he never makes a different decision. They're boring characters in that in that aspect. I don't know. I for me, I feel like they always listen to the chain of command, and I'm already, I've already, I'm seeing many of them question that. I saw many of it. the the one The one soldier, and I don't know if they said his name, but he was at the the post for seventy five years, and he sort of fell in love with that woman. Every soldier who's an elf would just go back because he was being re- recalled, but instead he stayed. Right, so like you're you're seeing some difference. What? Why did he stay though? Because he had more information than the other elves. He knew that their their mission was in jeopardy, and he's following his orders. No, he stayed because he fell in love with the woman he keeps going back for. It's, I mean, yes and no, but they haven't really shown that at all. By the way, guys, Butters is saying he's waiting for Jerry Springer to stop this train wreck. I mean, I'm just, listen, for me, it's it's very simple. Like, I just, I look at it, I want, I want a, I want a story that I don't know where it's going. And the fact is this, we knew the ring was getting to the volcano. We didn't know what battles were going to take place. We didn't know who they were going to meet. We didn't know who was going to turn. We didn't, we didn't know which one of the wizards were going to turn. We were we there had for the feeling. adventure. Yeah. So the whole time. We knew it was getting to the volcano, bro. But what made it so special was we didn't know what the hell was going to happen on the way there. And when they got there, you felt the whole time you knew he was going to get there. He was going to throw the ring in, but he didn't. He put the ring on. You didn't know that it was going to get to that, you know, that, that, that struggle at the end. You didn't know all that. And by the way, you want to talk about the two towers fight. The last fight where it's oh, literally go stop it. It was so lame, bro. It was Why? so lame. Those ghosts and the eagles. It was the lamest battle scene I've ever seen, bro. First of all, stop it. Stop come it. Come on, bro. You can't tell yeah. me that the ghosts coming out of the past was the what you were like. I wasn't gonna talk about that. I wasn't gonna talk about that. The part that I was gonna talk about that was the most epic was the fact that you had you know, a hundred soldiers left. That was it. And they all lined up and he gave them that speech ready to go. And you were like, you could see, you were like, wow, this is really the end. Like, this is it, you know? And they line up, the gates open, and there's still 10,000 soldiers ready for them. And they looked and you, you just, that was the, that was the culmination of three movies. A man who finally found his place as the, as the hierarchy of his people and was able to redeem his father, right? Who ended up, you know, controlling the ring of power and kind of using it negatively. And you're seeing all the, all these people. I just can't understand how the journey for you didn't make it epic, bro. And, and like House of the Dragon, what's so different about this than now what, we're, what we got from Game of Thrones for 10 episodes, for 10 seasons? I don't understand. Um, I mean, different from the Game of Thrones that we got. Well, it's definitely better than the last season so far. Because the last season of the Game of Thrones was straight dog trash. Right? Okay. But what we've gotten so far, like, I really don't know where this show is going to go. 
like you do not know who's going to backstab who. There's there's so much political espionage going on in this show that you there's a really lot of politics, a, a lot, lot of politics, and you don't know who the bad guy is. You don't know who who the most evil person is yet. You know what I'm saying? We're at the point in that show right now where they just did a three year time jump. The third episode, like trusting the audience to be able to pick up and figure it out from there, we were able to. You know what I'm saying? And like what they're doing so smart in that show is showing they had to find a way to speed up character development. And they did that by using a three year time jump, right? <laughs> yeah, they did it without sh- without having to show us, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because like now, like with the characters where they are and stuff like that, like you know where they're coming from, you know what they're looking for. Like you you can see the ups and downs. You can see the king grappling with with um <clears throat> whether or not he should force his daughter to marry somebody that she doesn't want to marry. You know what I'm saying? Like you see all these background characters. That Wait, are... hold that thought. Yeah. You see the King grappling with, with what? With the idea of like, whether he should make it force his daughter to marry somebody she doesn't want to marry. Okay. Ready? Yeah. In ring of power, we saw the King grappling with sending the sending Galadriel to the afterworld or to let her stay and continue her journey knowing like that's her purpose but he feels as though it's better served there so there's less turmoil here there was no grappling with it dude he was like it was 10 seconds of him being like what should i do send her to the afterlife like there was no turmoil there Elves How long did the king think about letting his his daughter marry? How long the did the entire king... second episode? His entire third episode. <laughs> he goes back and forth like four times. Yeah. <laughs> I but... mean, but look, Johnny Butters is very true, dude. A nephew has sex with his auntie. That is what you call building a character. <laughs> I mean, bro, he's right though. She get to see Johnny. Rip this off. is how. This is how he connects. It was brother and sister having sex, and the nephew oh, saw it. Even better. Oh. This is how he connects. Oh, this is how so he sorry. <laughs> By the way, this is his definition of character built incest. My yeah. bad. So yeah, I, and I, they were they were um, they were all campaigning to have the king's cousin's daughter to be his next queen. <laughs> it made yeah. no sense. Yeah. I'm like, what is this? Yeah, I mean, I mean, bro, game, this, game of it, incest it, is what it is. It comes that it come. It really is, by the way, and it comes down to this, dude. You're drawn more towards that type of show. You and millions of millions of others. Now, obviously, it's a very popular show. You're drawn to that, whether it's the action or maybe that type of that type of story, that type of uh, those type of characters and that feel. You're drawn more towards that, right? So, like, I'm, for me, I, you know, I'm not drawn to a show where, like, main characters are killed off every other episode. Like, I don't, that's where, that's where The Walking Dead also lost me. I didn't need to wait around and see, okay, well, when was this one dying? When was right. this one dying? To we me. about this last week, though, right? Where we, we were saying, like, the better shows, like Sons of Anarchy, Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, all these massive hits, what made them so good was that you never knew who was going to die. Yeah, no, you're right. Definitely. 
There's no. a lot of uncertainty, but why does a storyline to give you uncertainty have to make you wonder what main character is dying, right? Like the for me, I don't know if you uh, watch Wheel of Time at all. Um, okay, so Wheel of Time site, have you ever had an opportunity to dive no. into it at all? Okay. So, I know a little bit about it because I know about the the twenty six book series. Yeah, but you you you're just a guy who doesn't like books, bro. Clearly, because Lord of the Rings has a lot of books too. So I understand reading. Probably read more books than you. I, I mean, <laughs> oh it seems god, like, here we go. It seems you know it seems like it seems like a, a, a library is probably not something you've ever you know fallen into. But it's fine. Listen, dude, if you like the visuals and you like the main characters dying, it's all good. Neither here nor there, bro. All I know is this. Ring of Power is definitely Lord of the Rings, not Ring of Power. Lord of the Rings definitely clowns anything Game of Thrones will ever put out or has ever put out. Um, and <laughs> maybe you and three other people in Alabama that love sleeping with their sisters probably <laughs> like and outside of that, I'm going to have to say that of us normal people up here in the northeastern sector of the country don't thoroughly enjoy but hey, dude, tweet your own. We still love you, bro. You're still our guy. And that's I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it off as that. I want to segue here into She-Hulk. Well, before we do that, can I just say something about House of Dragon? Um, oh, I think give us any, any thoughts on House of Dragon. Yet? Yeah, please. <laughs> nah. um, what I'll say is the show that I've been most anticipating is ring of power because uh, i loved the trilogies of lord of the rings and that horror lore um but on top of that i hated the original game of thrones i just i, I must have fell asleep five times trying to watch the first two episodes i was like the same for me i'm, I'm done i can't do it and um despite how everyone would talk shit like oh you're crazy it's the greatest show i'm like i just couldn't do it I will say House of Dragon, giving it a chance because it's a prequel and I didn't need to know the original story. I gave it a chance. It it grabbed me a lot sooner than the original did. And now I'm along for the ride. I will say that it's the show has been good from start to finish. The first episode was a little slow for me, but yeah, it was a little slow. Um, the second episode was good. And the third episode had the giant battle with the prince and he just going fuck wild. It was incredible to me. Um, what's crazy though, is I do feel like as good as the other characters of the show, um, how well they're doing as far as their development, as you want to say, uh, Zuplex, I want to say Matt Smith is kind of carrying the show because there's points of the show where it's like, all right, I'm kind of, I'm slowly getting bored of this little, you know, story we're going through and then they'll kick it to the prince and then you'll get that high again. And like, you're all right, we're back in it. And here's the battle and here's him doing crazy shit. And, you know, trying to, uh, dethrone the King or whatever plan he's got going on. You're trying to figure him out. And that that prince character that Matt Smith is playing has really for me been carrying the whole show at this point. See, for me it's it's he's he's definitely up there, but uh Renara, the princess. She's, yeah, she's great. He's so good, man. 
Yeah, she's so good. And I don't know the the chick that's playing her, but uh, she's a really good actress. Mm-hmm. She no, she's doing good for sure. I, I like I said, I'm, I I like all these characters, and and the princess is doing great, like you said. But uh, what Matt Smith is doing in this show is, to me, I, at least I haven't seen it. It's a little more out of the norm of what you're normally seeing him do in, uh, oh, in shows and movies. So it's like seeing yeah. him do this and delivering it the way he's doing it, it it's yeah, blowing my it. mind. It's it's he's awesome. Definitely killing it. Yeah. Definitely so I, I just want to say that I'm thoroughly enjoying House of Dragon, even though I hated Game of Thrones. Make it make sense, you probably can't, but we'll see. I mean, that that definitely speaks volumes, right? If yeah. if there's somebody who wasn't interested in something and the show was able to really bring them in, mm-hmm. um, that definitely says a lot for yeah. sure. Because John, you, know? I, you you were you were in the you're in my boat. Like you you didn't like Game of Thrones, the original, whatever. Um, you refused to watch it like I did, and this and that, but. I felt like it was okay for me to jump in because it was a, a prequel to the original story. So sure. I, I think if you gave it a chance, you might, you, and maybe you won't, it, it is what it is. I didn't think I was going to, but you might, you might latch onto the show a little bit better than you did with the, the original. Okay. I will tell I mean, you this. For all, all honesty's sake, I was in the same boat as you guys with Game of Thrones. I didn't start watching Game of Thrones until season four was out. I didn't want, I, dude, I was the same way. I watched the first couple episodes. I was like, this is fucking bullshit. Like, yeah. I don't understand what everybody loves this show about. Cause yeah. admittedly, the first like four or five episodes of Game of Thrones are slow, very fucking slow, you know, and it's hard mm-hmm. to get in. But once you get past that point, you're, you're gripped for the ride, man. And I was like, I'm telling you, season four, that's that's what was on. <laughs> I had to go back and watch three seasons before I could start watching season yeah. four. You know, um, but I was in the same boat as you guys. So I know exactly how you guys feel about it. You know what I mean? I was in the same exact same exact way. So, yeah. Listen, I mean, I got to I really I, I got to dig deep a little bit and just, you know, I got to just make sure I want to watch people sleeping with their cousins and maybe I'll dive in. Um <laughs> But uh, <laughs> but listen, I, I, I said it before, two obviously totally different shows, right? They come from two totally different storylines and, and, and ways about how stories are told. So it's really not even comparable at all. Uh, you're comparing apples and oranges. It's, um, it's just unfortunate they came out around the same time. This, these two shows should have never came out at the same time because they're, they're just... They're, they're Regar- get regardless, compared. right? Regardless of how those shows are, they're going to be compared the whole time they're running. That's yeah. true. That, that I didn't think about it that way, but that's a hundred percent true. It's it's uh it's definitely unfair to both. And do you feel because of that, there's certain people that maybe won't watch the other because they just yeah. want to watch one? I was gonna be honestly, I was gonna be one of those people. I was gonna be strictly Ring of Power. Forget Game of Thrones. I hated it and. Um, just me giving it a chance changed my thinking on that. But yeah, 100%, I believe that's going to happen. People are going to watch one over the other because they hate it or love the other thing, whatever. So I think you're going to have a lot of like the Game of Thrones people are only going to watch. The people that love Game of Thrones, they're only going to watch House of Dragon. And the people that have been holding on to this Lord of the Rings torch for the past 25 years 
are going to be watching Ring of Power. Mm-hmm. And it's how it's going to be. And then you're going to have the, you know, a few people that watch both. I, I actually tattooed the Lord of the Rings torch on my body to keep it going at all times. I would not <laughs> I, 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 I want to make sure that the flame never goes dim, you know? There you um, go. Yeah, it's what I do. Um, but, uh, all right, guys and girls, listen, if you haven't, if you haven't watched them, I would recommend watching both. No Absolutely. doubt about it. You know, so go in, dive in. If we spoiled anything for you, uh, we really don't care. Um, yeah. Kick rocks. So let's uh, let's dive in to She-Hulk. I want to give up. I want last every week. What happened? She-Hulk we've been waiting to the end for every week. You've been waiting to. Oh, we do. Listen, um, your input's duly noted, but I'm leading the ship, so we're going to She-Hulk. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, I I'll, I'll keep that in mind next time. Um, so She-Hulk, that we normally do last, but because he doesn't like Lord of the Rings, we're doing now. Um, I full disclaimer. I have you guys know this only in our private chat. I said I wasn't watching an episode. I yep. haven't watched an episode. I said I was out on it. Not gonna happen. So my question, you guys, is I'm gonna have you sort of really. I want you to I want you to make me want to watch this show. So <laughs> Zuplex, how is this how is She-Hulk different than some of the other uh Marvel shows that we've gotten on Disney Plus? <laughs> what about it do you like? What about it do I need to watch? I'll tell you right now, it starts stronger than almost every other show. Okay. It starts a lot stronger. Like I am excited every week to watch She-Hulk. I was not like that for most of the other shows. Maybe Hawkeye, you know, um, maybe even Captain America, like Falcon Winter Soldier. I, I got a little into re- real quick, but then it kind of fell off a little bit. You know, Loki started slow, ended very strong. WandaVision started super slow, mm-hmm. ended strong. You know what I'm saying? So that's been like their their kind of way of going about it. The first two episodes of this of this show, you're like, I'm along for the ride. Let's do it. Even with the wonky CGI and like, you know, episode three was a it, it was a little it, was it, it took a dip. It took a dip for me. There was some really rough CGI in episode three, and, and it became noticeable. Like I didn't really yeah. notice like what Fred, Fred and Chris were talking about last week with episode two. As much as they did, you finally one, saw it. <laughs> yeah, this one, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah. there's some really wonky, wonky parts. But like, you know, I, I kind of put that to the side a little bit because the show overall is very, very good. Like, it's fun. It's funny. She's great. Uh, Tatiana Maslany's excellent as She Hulk. Um, and the thing about it is. It's like a weekly comedic sitcom. It's like watching like Brooklyn Nine Nine every week. You know, it's like about lawyers, but they don't take themselves too seriously, type of thing. You know, there may be a lot of cameos, and so far from the first three episodes, this seems to be the show that Disney is is saying to us ties everything together. Yeah, possibly. Because so far we've had links to, obviously, Bruce in the first episode, right? right? And Sakaar, 
in yep. the first episode, linking that all the way through, right? In the second episode, you had links to Shang-Chi, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, third episode, we got Wong, right? We, we, we have links to Doctor Strange now and Asgard. Right. Because they brought in the Wrecking Crew who stole a bunch of Asgardian weapons. And, of you course, know, Abomination. Can't forget that. Abomination, yeah. And I will say that I was a little disappointed with the Wrecking Crew. I was a little disappointed with the Wrecking Crew. Because, like, in the comics, Wrecking Crew debut, they went toe-to-toe with Thor. Like, they they are... Later on in the comics, they became, like, a joke. Of, like, they would show up and everybody would just kick their ass type of thing. But, like, their debut in the comics, they went toe-to-toe with Thor trying to steal powers from Loki. That's how they got their powers and stuff, you know? So to, to have them show up and kind of be a joke, you know... Maybe you should have given them a little, a little bit of a nod to like not being absolute jokes because that's what they were. <laughs> I, I was wa- I was waiting for John to be like, "What issue is that?" <laughs> <laughs> what page of what issue is that? Um, I I I I was actually thinking to myself, I was gonna say, "Oh, like they did with uh, the Illuminati in the thirty seconds yeah. of fame." Pretty much, pretty much. Um, by the way, off topic, there there's rumors out there that uh, Mister Fantastic never died in Doctor Strange. I'm just throwing that out there. It's a rumor that's floating around. Oh my god! Well, we'll yeah. get into it. Yeah. We'll um, to get back we'll to She-Hulk, uh, yeah. yes, this probably had one of the best first episodes, in my opinion, of all yeah. the shows. Um, for me, it's falling off quicker than I would like it to. Um, episode three was like, we're, we're climbing, we're here, plateauing, and now we're just nosediving, in my opinion. Um, episode three was a major step back. Um, I would say, though, if you were going to check it out, if you were really trying to hook people to watch the show, I could see why they made episode one the best one so far, because... It had everything you kind of wanted out of it to reel people in. And now you're kind of stuck to see where it goes. Um, And and you're kind of just along for this weird ride. And it's a shame because she's actually very good. But uh, any the fact that she has to be a lawyer as She-Hulk, which covers pretty much the majority of the episode... And the CGI is so bad, it throw it pulls me out of it. I I can't just sit. Yeah. There. I'm like, oh my god, she's walking in and out of rooms, and she just looks like a like an NPC walking up yeah. to you in a video game. Like it's just uh, it's bad, man. It's really bad, and um, it's a shame because all the actor actors and actresses they're killing it. They really are. They're doing a great job. It's just everything around it. I feel like they they. I hate to say about Marvel that they've gone cheap with the budget <laughs> for CGI, which is their bread and butter because we're dealing with superheroes in a fictional world. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not a movie. They're... It's on Disney plus, you know, they're, they're, they're not going to be able to have the same budget. No. I mean, come on though. Of all the show, we've had a WandaVision had better CGI. We had witches fighting each other in the air and two visions fighting each other. Like, yeah, also, I mean, they didn't have to also recreate a, an entire character from scratch, though. What are, you, what are you talking about? What character? She-Hulk. They had to recreate She-Hulk. They had to create She-Hulk from scratch. 
Okay. And no template to go off of. Like Bruce is a template. Like Vision's a template. You know, like they can. Yeah, but how, how how difficult? How difficult? I don't see how. Yeah, go ahead. I was just saying, how difficult, with all due respect, is it to create She-Hulk from scratch when they already put the groundwork in of where She-Hulk comes from? It's not as if we're getting a brand new, like, if you say that... Oh, I'm talking about actually building the CGI. Uh, okay, I can understand. Yeah, I'm talking about, like, actually building the actual model of the CGI, like, building She-Hulk, like, not the character, like, building the actual, like, model of the CGI. Like, they had Bruce already insane files they could just recreate those easily but that's you know, my they point have like, they, they had, were, they they were able to build track. those characters from their starting points and yes now they can reuse them as the projects continue but yeah. they were able to build those characters why are they struggling so hard to build this character to be they able had to a use bigger in the budget future? more time to build those characters so visual created for age of ultron like right but okay so for age of ultron you know what about uh what's her face uh was a photon what that what the hell is her name proton in wandavision having her go through you know and getting her powers and showing that's all cgi they were able to do that um a total 10 seconds of it instead of uh, three episodes they made it look more believable than NPC number yeah. fifty in uh, World yeah. of Warcraft walking up to you. I, I I can I can definitively tell you that based on what I heard from the two of you, I'm glad I haven't watched a second of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I'm not selling I, it good at all. I actually, but that's actually, my point. I think you would really like it. I think you would actually really like it. I'm not. Yeah, even it, it is it is a funny show. I, it's just I, the CGI I, I, I'm dogging on. Marvel, I, we've definitely talked at length about Marvel recently, and I think that I think there's so much going on. Um, I think that there's so much going on, and uh, and I I wanna I'm not gonna end this disaster on Rick and Morty, right? Um, <laughs> but I'm also not gonna segue right now into D23. Right. But there's so much going on in Marvel that when something else pops up that I feel is a bit of a stretch, I, I know She Hulk is a character, but it yeah. feels like a stretch. Right. So for some reason to me, I am stretched. I'm, <laughs> I'm just not, I'm not like, I'm not buying any of it. And when I can't buy it, I'm not watching it. When I'm not watching, I'm not interested. So when you're, when, when I hear about, um, when I hear about, you know, shows like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I get why it's there and I, I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Loki, we knew why Loki was there. At least we had a feel for it. And then it kind of blew our minds. Right. Yep. There's like, there's reasons like Hawkeye is not something I'm diving into to me. The fact Hawkeye that it's was and, great and though. I, it's top tier, man. It's top tier. It's ahead Listen, of everything. I'm not saying it wasn't. I felt like it was another. And by the way, this is a nod to the show. Daredevil was also a great show. Mm-hmm. But right. It's a nod to the show. But I wasn't interested in that storyline. So for me, it's not something that that gets me. And now Marvel has so much. And even a character like Moon Knight 
to have a show and possibly not even be in the MCU movies is sort of like, how far are we going to go with this? Right? Are we just going to be in the movies eventually? I mean, I'm hoping. I really when, am. Yeah, when we get to Seeker Wars, everyone's going to be in it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean... 20 years from like, now. Exactly. So for me, it's sort of a stretch here. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not getting through, you know, She-Hulk and this and that and by, to, as fillers. I don't need fillers, right? I need yeah, something. I don't think there's filler, though. I think it's this is going to lead to a much, much bigger, especially after episode three. Because there's a whole point where the Wrecking Crew like tries to attack her and she kicks the shit out of them, and they try taking her blood. So obviously, yeah. that's going towards a much bigger thing, and I got a funny feeling it's going to have a lot to do with either um, the Super Soldier program, or so it's either going to be Sharon Carter in my eyes, or it's going to be Madam Hydra. It's trying to, and this is probably leading us into Thunderbolts. Yeah. I mean, that would okay. make sense with the uh, Abomination. It, it kind of ties it all together. Yeah. Exactly. So I like, I, I feel like all of these shows, we've talked about it before, like all of the shows, even the ones that you refuse to watch, <laughs> are all leading towards something. I just think that what Marvel's doing, you know, we spoke about this before, is that like, they're giving you the breadcrumbs right now, and that's they're not going to pay off for fucking like two years. Yeah. Which is a be, shame. It's a shame it's because be those seasons, like Moon Knight, man, uh, uh, it, whatever breadcrumbs they're leaving, it was a rough ride to get there. Man. I mean, I mean, uh, dude, Marvel gave some release dates, guys, that are that extended so far out, even into twenty twenty five. That when I'm saying to you guys about She-Hulk now, yeah, yeah. If the payoff is 2025 for She-Hulk, am I interested in She-Hulk in 2022? No, yeah. and it's so that's that's what it was for me. Now, do we? Do, you know, we got we got Iron Man. It, you know, Iron Man's payoff 14 years later to me was worth it, but. Yeah. She Hulk building from the ground up to me is like I, I'm just not I'm not seeing it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's all I, I I just couldn't. And that was it with, with Hawkeye, right? Your your if Hawkeye's what was Hawkeye's payoff to you, Kingpin? No, it was it was introduced to Kate Bishop. Yeah, she was phenomenal. Like I, I love that character now. Like you know, in all honesty, like. Introducing Kate Bishop and also bringing Yelena back, yeah, and having their interaction together because that right now is like my favorite thing about all of Marvel. Yeah, Kate Bishop uh, was fantastic, absolutely and fantastic. As good as Jeremy Renner Hawkeye was in that show, she was phenomenal. Oh. She carried the whole thing, man. It was great from start to finish, in my opinion. I mean, listen, um, Marvel Marvel does that best, like, don't they? The the, the casting of characters. Yeah, no, for oh, yeah. sure. They Absolutely. they always pick the right people. It seems. Um, but speaking of picking the right people, though, um, if this isn't going to get you to watch She Hulk, I don't know what is. Uh, she actually twerks. <laughs> she actually twerks in her office with Megan the Stallion. If that doesn't reel you in, I don't know what is, bro. Come on. That, that, 
that doesn't reel me in. That sends me away. Um, <laughs> God, it's good because the CGI looked even worse when she was twerking. It, oh my God, it was terrible. terrible. Oh, so bad. You, you see, I I'm I am buying like slender man. I'm buying wholesale into incest scenes in House of the Dragon before watching that. I'll tell you that. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I don't know, guys. I, I just. I think you got. I think you got to buckle down and just give these shows a shot because you haven't watched many of them. Like we convinced you to watch Moon Knight because you were you were against watching Moon Knight at the beginning too. You yeah, know? I was. Yeah. I was. I was definitely against it, but I loved. I love the main. I always forget his name, but I love the main actor. He's awesome. I'm surprised. Yeah. Yeah, he's so like. If for nothing else, I felt he was his role was going to blow me away, you know, and I was right. Like he really, he was he incredible. That, he makes that show. And those exactly. last, like, is, those is last two episodes where he really was split virtually the entire time was wild. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, just like that alone, I was like, okay. But I tend to watch the shows that I feel like I feel a connection with. Like I said, you know, Captain the Winter and the Winter Soldier, Falcon the Winter Soldier, Loki, uh, you know, this WandaVision. These are shows, uh, uh Moon Knight, one, these are shows that I'm like. I am buying into these shows. And the other ones that I see, I'm like, man, Hawkeye, two episodes in, I was like, I'm out. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like, that's just how I felt. I was yeah. like, dude, I can't. And the, and by the way, if Hawkeye never existed in the MCU during the movies, I'd have been fine. I was like, and it's crazy. Uh, because not true, bro. They're, they're, they're undefeated with Hawkeye on their team. No, I, I was going to say, it obviously plays an important role, even, by the way, going into uh, going into Infinity Wars and Endgame, right? He plays a, he really plays a major part. Uh, people don't really even realize, but the fact that he's the one they send back and he, see, and he, he, he finds out that it works because he hears his kids. And, you know, and the fact that, that, um, that what's her name when, when she dies, um, Tasha Black Widow. Sasha, yeah. yeah. Uh, when when you know and and they come back and they're like she didn't make it. Like you could tell the connection because they've been there from the beginning. There's a lot that he does throughout. Um, that really is he. He's a he's a big character. I just the show to me, like I said, I it just I don't know. It's all I, they it got good reviews. It was a good show. I'll say the same about Daredevil. Very good show. Well written. It just didn't. It wasn't something that captured me. But Daredevil has no, really sit down and watch, bro, because it's like literally probably the best thing Marvel's ever put out. Daredevil. Yeah, I'm not even. Yeah, kidding. No, no, no. Yeah, I you I I actually hear that frequently. By the way, yeah. I do. Yeah, I hear that frequently. I hear that frequently. But they, they changed you know, the game with uh, one shot fights in a hallway. <laughs> Let me tell yeah. you, yeah. they changed the game they, with fight scenes. Wild, bro. And it's yeah. three seasons, and they don't miss. It really is like if there's one thing I tell you that you should really sit down and just buckle down and watch, it would be Daredevil. And it's crazy. The thing of it is with Daredevil is I feel like Daredevil as a character is intertwined in so many of the MCU character storylines. Right. So you really he appears in a lot. So uh, that's why Daredevil as a character is awesome. I just this goes back to me with the shows. Sometimes I feel like it's overdone. And I, I even I even use this with with the, the NFL. 
at one point during the season, you're watching NFL on Sunday, Monday, Thursday, and Saturday. How much NFL do I need, bro? So like with Marvel, I love Marvel, but do I want to be inundated with Marvel? No, I want to love it. Right. So I don't think you're really inundating with us. Cause like it goes, it's not like we have like four shows on all at the same yeah. time. You know, it's like one ends and then a couple months later we get another one, but there's just such a constant news cycle around it. Cause we, ever since Endgame, like there's just been such a constant news cycle yeah. about where they're going with this next and Maybe we're all it. reading it. So it feels like you're inundated, but if you really look at it, like they haven't, no, no two Disney plus shows have been on at the same time. No, but they're they're very good at not cannibalizing themselves either. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. since yeah, they're yeah. they're the ones that are putting out all the product, it wouldn't behoove them to put out two at once. They know they just have year round product. You know, like whatever the hell it is, you're on Disney Plus. Whether it's ESPN stuff, Thirty for Thirties, Marvel, Star Wars, uh, you know, yeah, uh, Disney movies out the wazoo in the vault. I mean, you're. You're on Disney. I'm on Disney Plus more than I am the toilet, and I'm on the toilet all day. You know, so like, it's you. Uh, you could do both. <laughs> yeah, you can. You can. You know, so it's it's definitely it's a lot. Um, but before I just, we get it, yeah, I just hope Marvel's because having Disney Plus is such an asset, and being able to produce shows like this is, is awesome. I hope they're not stretching themselves too thin by doing so much if maybe they can condense it a little bit and really hard focus on what they're putting out and not try to do too much in one year i'm telling you as soon as bro that's such a great point because it's like that's my thoughts as soon as we got the shows i felt like we lost epic movies yeah and i'm sorry bro but we got the shows and this most recent Doctor Strange was dog crap. And a yep. lot of these movies that have come out recently, bro, you can't say a word about it. They've been sus. And I, we've been going to the movies. The only one that has been was Spider-Man. Yeah. Outside but, of... I'll push back on something on this because I'll agree with you. But like... Going through phase one, phase two, not every movie was, you know what I'm saying? Like, there was just some movies that were just like, okay, that, like, that was a good movie. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And, like, that's what I feel like Doctor Strange was. That's what I feel like Thor Love and Thunder was. Like, if you really go back and think about, like, what we were going through between, like, phases one and two and three, right? Before you got to your Endgame, before you got to your Infinity War, before you got to your Civil War, even. Like... Was there really that many mind-blowing Marvel movies? No, but here's the problem that they run into is now there's an expectation of quality and the quality has been slowly uh, declining in the movies, I would say. I, I, I agree. And, and, and by the way, listen, after, after the second Thor, which was doll crap, right? We know that. It was the first. They started to well. We got an introduction of a. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the first way more than the right, second. I'll give you, I'll and, give you that and, by, and by the way, even even the first Iron Man wasn't like groundbreaking, but we got Iron Man right. So you kind of yeah. were like, oh, that's pretty cool. Iron Man two and three were like, uh, right. So yeah, that's my so, point, though. Yeah. So we got, but but after we took that turn, you got once they sort of they got to that place, then you got movies like Ragnarok 
Guardians of the Galaxy. These are movies that you're like, holy crap, Civil uh, uh, Civil War, right? The, even The, the yeah. Winter Soldier I thought was phenomenal. It's it's, um, it's my favorite movie. It's one of my favorite movies of the whole you, MCU. You, they they took a turn and the they it's sort of like they were like, okay, we built this foundation. Now we have all of our pieces with directors That's in place. Point. And now we're going. We're full-blown going. Now here we are. Endgame hit. We have to get to a new point, which we've talked about extensively, all of us. Like, where are they going? They're explaining it now. Secret, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Where are they going? And, you know, we're uh, Kang Dynasty and, you know, Secret Wars, whatever it may be. Okay, we're 10 years or, or a million light years out. Fine. Okay. But the fact is, is that the movies that led up to Infinity War they were just getting better and better and better and better and better and better and not. And by the way, even when we knew what we were getting to the individual movies, we were like, wow, man, we weren't yeah. thinking about, and there was, it was very costly. Cause think about this. We knew we were getting to Endgame. Well, we knew we were getting to, to the gauntlet, right? Yeah. We didn't know anything else. We knew Thanos was coming. He was collecting stones. He's about to kick ass. Okay. Yep. The movies built the characters, built the development up so well. And now, outside of Shang-Chi and the cutscene from Eternals, I'm sleeping. It's a snooze fest. I could care less about... Uh, this is my point, though. is like they have to build that foundation again. They're yeah, but you can't... Back in that foundation building phase again. You can't skip on quality in the meantime, yeah, right? I agree with John. You can't. You say, let me ask you an honest, honest question here. Sure. Would you say that the that Doctor Strange two, which you which you say is dog shit, is any worse than Iron Man two? Uh no, 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 no. no. That's, but, that's my point. The yeah, cycle's starting all over again, dude. All right, but, okay, it's but, a different expectation, though. It's yeah, a different time but, period. What like, were, we're what they the promised us for Iron Man two, is, and what they promised us for Doctor Strange are worlds apart, and we expected so much out of Doctor Strange, and it failed. It failed to Ready deliver. For, I, I'm I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay it out here, Zuplex, like this, right? In Iron Man two, we got the War Machine, right? In yeah. Doctor Strange two, we got the Illuminati. We got uh. We got the multiverse to the nth degree. We got um, the Scarlet Witch. We got so much in that movie. And Iron Man failed in Iron Man 2, but all I got was War Machine. Okay. In Doctor Strange 2, I got a whole world. Well, I mean, Iron Man, you also got the introduction of Black Widow and Whiplash and... There was more than just War Machine. Okay. War Machine, Black Widow, Whiplash. Cool. Okay. Illuminati. America Chavez. That's all you got. Like, What do you mean? The, the Illuminati is... The three characters you mentioned... Right. Are, bro, come on, brother. I mean, that's like that's like saying you're introducing me in Iron Man 2. They, compared they, to, they gave us everything in Doctor Strange and nothing at the same time. Like they gave us everything and nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, we got we got a couple things in Iron Man 2. You mentioned a couple things, but they're not really much of anything. 
They're nice. Okay, cool. We got everything in Doctor Strange you didn't introduce two legacy characters. But I got, bro. You can Are you say that War Machine and Black Widow aren't legacy characters? A War Machine and Black Widow, you're calling them legacy. Why are you calling them legacy characters? Explain to anyone who jumps into the MCU now. A Black Widow is one of the original six Avengers. Okay. She's got her own movie, and she's yep. been through how many other freaking movies through, from almost the beginning. No, so fine. Okay. They're legacy characters, like in the in the grand. No, I know what legacy means, but I'm saying in the grand scheme of MCU, when someone watches these movies, as soon as you see the characters, and Black Widow does, like we said, Black Widow plays a role. I mean, listen, she gives an infinity in Infinity Stone, right? At the, like her importance, but realistically, when you're watching the MCU, if you removed, and that's how I talk about, I really talk about importance a lot. We could talk about it through sports, whatever the case may be. When there's a team that's going through something and you're removing it, people are like, oh, this person didn't really play a role. You and I talk about that all the time with the Rangers, who plays a real role, right? If you remove this character, if you remove this person from existence, does the team exist and do what they do exceed or can it not even go on? I can promise you, if War Machine and Black Widow are not around, nobody would blink an eye. If I don't, know about that. I don't know about Black Widow. Maybe yeah, War Machine, Widow. I would push back on War Machine. Probably, you're right. I mean, but okay. So, all right, Black Widow, because we got what we got in Endgame, and we saw what we got. I still don't. I, I'm just like, I fail. For me, I have a very hard time with seeing such great importance overall. If you remove the character, I'd still be fine. Now, in Doctor Strange two, when we got everything in the world. You can't remove Scarlet Witch. You want they they touched on the Illuminati and didn't have to, but you can't remove the Illuminati because we're all looking forward to it, right? Because you're removing four or five the Illuminati so much. Because because it's just the importance of the five characters. The that characters we got themselves, to yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. I don't care about the Illuminati in general. I care about the five characters and the importance that of them to you. Better. I can understand more. Yeah, the Fantastic Four. Uh, you know, X Men. We're talking. Right. Yeah. So, so for me, I I, I call it the Illuminati because all five. I could go through all five, but like it's uh that's why to me you can't remove any of them. You can't remove anybody from Fantastic Four. Am I right or wrong? You can't. You can't. Can't remove Professor uh, Professor X from X Men. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, bro. Yeah. For, like. No, come on. It's Professor X and Magneto, and they're going back and forth. And in the meantime, they're developing other mutants that exceed them. Yeah. That's what X-Men is. Phoenix Phoenix comes directly from that. I mean, I'm just saying, it's, listen, it's a, it's, the fact of the matter is, is I have a hard time with it. It's a, it's a struggle with the MCU now for me that keeps me away from running, sprinting, full-blown to be the guy there at the release, before the release date, whatever, because of the importance of it. But I, I'm, I, I I'm hoping, and I feel like the shows do, I feel like the shows did that to me. The shows did it to me. It was too much, too much of nothing. So the shows, I got a lot. I got a lot, a lot of characters, got a lot of characters, got a lot of characters. And I'm like, okay, I, I got, I got Moon Knight. I see the new Captain America. We have Falcon. We have a new Falcon. 
I see all, all of this happening. We see Hawkeye. We got villains. We have a new hero. Now we have, you know, we have Loki. We have the multiverse. We have Kang. We have so much going on. And I'm like at the edge of my seat, like, oh, dude, I'm sweating. I got the meat sweats. I'm like, <laughs> it's got to end, bro. It's got to end. I can't tune in on another fucking Wednesday. End it. Right. Uh, you know? Somebody, but like, they have to they have to rebuild the universe now because like they don't have the Avengers anymore. Right. So, yeah. you know, you, you, I think you that's part of their, that. I think that's part of their problem though, to be honest, like at least, and I know you hate phases, but at least, um, <laughs> at least every, let's say batch of movies had a, a, a mini conclusion to it. To, and it, that mini conclusion yeah. built on the overall story. We have zero mini conclusions, zero team ups. It's like everything else is every movie is a mini team up, but it's not. I, I, it was like we would get a tiny breadcrumb. It, we're not we're not really building much of anything until like I think, I think the opposite. I think they're building a lot more. It's just not clear yet. Lately, we're maybe a lot more everywhere. We're building a lot. Yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. It's not, yeah. It's not one. It's not one. It's line. A handful of breadcrumbs are just throwing it and seeing wherever branches. they go. But yeah, uh, it's just it's, a, it's a lot. It, and it, it, I feel like if they um, condensed it maybe a little bit and like focused them more to build to a mini arc that helped the big arc, then maybe we would be more on board or more um, receptive of the story that we're going on. But I don't know. We also had talked about at one point, like Chris had brought it up, that phase four seems to be. Like tying up all the loose le- loose ends after yeah. the fallout of Endgame. Like this entire phase has been just fixing everything that happened after Endgame. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. Would would you guys agree that though? I think what kept us connected for fourteen years, movie to movie, was each cut scene. It was really like the same characters or the same thing. You would know they were tied in. Like for me. The next thing. Uh, yeah, I feel like yeah. you need you need like a Samuel Jackson cutscene in each movie. You mm-hmm. I feel like you need him discussing something. I feel like you need one pivotal character that they're maybe talking to a new character, they're introducing something, they're somewhere else, uh, and you're like you're like, oh, who's he talking to now? Or like yeah. what's he what like where is he right now? Who you know? So yeah. I, and, and like like Fred, we're getting there, multiple of that. Yeah, there's like Fred's yeah, yeah, so yeah. all over. It's all right? over. There's yeah. so like the one that's over. taking over the Nick Fury role right now for me is the Contessa. This is a what? Because right? she's the only one Contessa, the the oh. Madam Hydra. Yeah, because she's the only one that we've seen in now multiple properties. Correct. Right, going and talking to new people like the Nick Fury type of role that you're speaking of. So I think that all, I mean, again, that all leads towards Thunderbolts, we're assuming, right? Yeah, she's definitely so, touching base with, yeah. with all, with, with, I, I, it's a great point. That's a great point. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, could that be, yeah, I, listen. Not, but the problem is, it's not all the properties, right? right. It's only the ones specific that are going to lead towards Thunderbolts. Mm hmm. Right, and now we have these other movies that are branching off into another direction that we have no like idea of where they're going to, and that's 
kind of the problem that they're having right now. Yeah. yeah. I still think they should do what uh, Chris said um, a while back when we first started this thing. I think he said this. It was have Deadpool be in every movie and have him be the bridge. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it works, though. Like, he he's the type of character that can make that work. Absolutely. Even, even, if, he, even if he comes on screen, he looks at someone, he's like, fuck you, bro. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> you're, yeah. you're just... He's like he's he's like the greatest anti-hero of all time, you know, and you're you're just you're like this is great. And by the way, not even just him, even a new Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if it's Hugh, even if it's Hugh Jackman, I don't care. Wolverine is also a character that crosses over a lot with yeah, men, characters, you know, yeah. He works with Spider-Man. He works with all these people that he, he does so much. You're like you can see that and everyone's like when you could just the character you we want you those characters character that puts it together you know what i'm saying like he's not like the nick fury type that's going to put all these people together no but does it have to be like if we just saw that and, character if we just think about it, if you if we saw deadpool i mean we all love deadpool so if we saw deadpool at the end of every movie wouldn't you think like is this is this next movie finally the movie like he jumps in right yeah like, yeah you know, so it sort of would keep you like, oh damn, bro, this has got like Deadpool's been in it been in ten cutscenes. Like, come on, dude, right. give us Deadpool. He's um, just inching closer to the his big reveal or something. Like, and listen, Thanos was in how many cutscenes? So we all kept saying, when are we going to get Thanos? When is he mm-hmm. finally going to come? Right. Only- so I just, you know, whatever. It's all good. I, I, I. Uh, before we before we ended obviously on this type of thing i'm i, I want to say i was very surprised um at rick and morty in general we have it on our our to talk about list i'm not big into it but when i was reading a little bit about it i don't think i've ever seen a show get the reviews that this show gets one of the best shows on television i i'm realizing this now like no matter what no, I, I listen. People tell me it's hilarious. It's it's I, insane how good it is. Yeah, I, I've been hearing this for years how good it is, and uh, John, people are telling me it's I funny, did. it's out of this world, it's fun, and like, and for me, I, I'm I'm a big uh, Back to the Future fan, and that's what this cartoon is basically all based off of, and um, yeah. In a, in a roundabout, like, yeah, it's based on Back to the Future, but not really. It's, they do not, multiverse better than anybody's ever done yeah. multiverse. It's loosely based or whatever, but yeah, loosely, uh, with, loosely with, based. With that being said, I haven't really watched it and I don't really have a reason for it. It's just something I just never got around to. And, and it be, it becomes a thing where it's like it's so far away from the start of it. Like, I, I'm just like, I'll wait for it's all done and then I'll maybe I'll binge watch it at some point. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'll tell you guys I, right now, as a huge Rick and Morty fan, because I am, I'm a massive Rick and Morty fan. Yeah, and I got into it late. Also, I like again, like people were telling me about it. I finally decided to dive in. I had nothing else to watch. I was like, let me let me catch up on this show. I was like, it can't be that good. I was blown away by how entertaining this show is, episode to episode to episode. Plus, also has like an overarching story arc throughout the entire series. Without like beating you over the head with it, uh, bro. I'm everything you. you're yeah. saying, I gotta say, Zuplex, I, I'm, I'm, t- I'm reading it right now. 
whether it's IMDb who rates it a 9.2 out of 10, uh, IGN a 9 out of 10, Games Radar 4 to 5. I mean, I'm looking at this and without Rotten Tomatoes. What is it on Rotten Tomatoes? I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll look it up right now. I I thought you said the score, my bad. I'm not, I, I'll literally look it up right now. I got it. Here you go. Uh, let's see. Let's see what it gives it. Let's see what it gives it here. Uh, average rating is a 4.5 out of 5. I mean, dude, this is... Oh, my God. Uh, Ryan Tomato. The critics gave it a 95% and viewers gave it an 88. I mean... <clears throat> Dude, I'm telling you, I, I I think this is one that I'll definitely yeah. I definitely Fair. dive into. Every single every review I'm seeing here is that it just blows it blows it yeah. out of the water. Um, you know, I I I definitely with us having not seen it, right? Um, we're actually getting yelled at by one shot now. He's yelling at us that we haven't seen Rick and Morty either. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, I mean, listen, you got to It's not because we, I, I didn't, for me personally, it's not because I didn't want to watch it. I just never got around to it. And now I just feel like it's so far o- away from the start of it that I, I don't have, I don't have any desire to like rush into it at this point. I'm telling yeah, you, it's, man. It's a wild ride once you start though. Yeah, I bet. I bet. <laughs> start as a wild ride. Cause from like the cl- this the, be all the show. random clips I see is, is hilarious. Yeah. So I, I don't doubt you on that. It's, it's absolutely a wild ride once you start. That's crazy, bro. I I got I got to dive in. Maybe what I'll do is I I'll, I'll sit down. Um, you know, I'll throw on the first season, kind of space out the first season a little bit, you know. And but the yeah. problem is between you know, when the boys comes on or, you know, in MC yeah. it's it's so like bro, I feel as though Sometimes, like I'm overstimulated with all this shit that goes on, bro. So, yeah, like there's Rick a lot. Morty's low stakes, though, right? Rick and Morty's low stakes. You can just throw it on, watch a couple episodes, turn it off. Like you're not gonna be like, I have to like watch through, like you know, whatever. It's a low stakes watch. You jump in, you know, watch a few episodes. You're gonna be hooked. You're gonna want to watch a bunch of it. But we're up to season seven now. So how long are those episodes? Are they half hour? They're half hour episodes. It's not, and they're not long seasons. They're like 11, 12 episodes, I think. Wait, is it, are you up to season six or seven? Maybe, maybe it's six that's on now. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. By the way, uh, yeah, it's season six. Season six of Rick and Morty, they gave a hundred percent on rotten tomatoes and a 93 one episode so far two it's one episode so far that's crazy two two, oh, two. i missed an episode then oh they must debut two episodes the other night i only bro, watched one a hundred percent come <laughs> on bro i'm i'm telling you guys right now i will live on i will die on the hill of rick and morty Here, like buttersworth just said it the guy turns himself into a pickle right Rick turns himself into a pickle to avoid family therapy. <laughs> and then goes on so an adventure stupid. and ends up having to go on an adventure 
as Pickle Rick. Yeah. He gets washed down the drain and ends up having to like build himself a cyborg pickle body. Where then he kills an entire like uh what was it? Rats. He kills a bunch of rats and cockroaches that are trying to kill him. Which then leads into a hostage situation with a bunch of Russians trying to steal government secrets. Bro, it's just this this episode. This this movie feels like you got to be on some shrooms. It's a wild, wild show, man. I'm telling you. Giant heads come out of the universe and they pit Earth against a talent competition against the rest of these other planets, and it's a winner-take-all. All All the other planets get destroyed if you lose the talent competition. And Rick has to come up with a song that saves Earth because all the musicians died when the planet came into our atmosphere and caused a bunch of earthquakes. All the musicians, every one of them. All of them. them. So the president has to task Rick to create a number one hit song, and that's where we get It's Swifty. Dude, that is, by the way, that just sounds like a roller coaster ride. Yeah. Of epic proportions. You guys uh watch Archer? You what? You... Go ahead. You watch Archer? No. No? Neither I've seen you a few it. Oh. Archer's heading oh, me. Oh, okay. Because Archer to me is is kind of like a, a wild ride. You don't know what the hell that dude's gonna be doing season to season. Morty blows Archer out of the fucking water, bro. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying it's better or worse. I'm just oh, saying, I, I, like, it, it's not even the same level when yeah. you actually get get into Rick and Morty. Like, see, see, bro. But you see, see, Zuplex. Look at the excitement. No, but look at the excitement. I yeah. asked you to sell me on She-Hulk. You actually was reversed. You just sold me on Rick and Morty, bro. You sold me, dude. You see what I'm saying? But do you see I didn't what I'm saying? You're being like the CGI is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, I yeah. I left your convincing me of She-Hulk thinking to myself, I just saved six hours of my life. Okay. <laughs> With Rick and Morty, I'm like, man, have I really missed out on something this epic? Right? You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So like I'm gonna leave have- here. I'm going to leave here and I'm bro, not tonight because I'm pretty much a zombie, but I can promise you, I am definitely going to be watching Rick and Morty. I just looked up what the first season was on Rotten Tomatoes, a 96 from the critics, a 97 from the audience. I mean, first of all, episode two was rated a hundred. So you can't go wrong there. Um, And it gets dark too. Yeah, I mean, moments in the show like it there's a whole like there's a whole litany of things like the show is so multifaceted and i listen i never thought i'd be the guy like having to be here be like rick and morty i'm telling you you know i'm, I'm sure once you saw it when, on the list that i gave you you were like why the fuck does this guy want to talk about rick and morty by the way so everyone knows crazy so most popular tv shows on right now according to rotten tomato this will this will probably blow your mind, uh, or it speaks to my point about Twitch's own, The Lord of the Rings: The Ring of Power, eighty five on Rotten Tomatoes, mm-hmm. House of the Dragon, eighty five on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, so I told you it was fifty fifty. 
Yeah. So it's uh, it's like you know, it's it it goes to show you, you know. But that's I was uh, that's pretty cool, man. You know, I like to see things like that for sure. Um, Which makes the point even uh, more of that's a shame that they both came out at the same time. Correct. I, I absolutely. I gotta say, uh, I I want to we'll segue into our last point here for sure. And I I just want to ask you guys hands up in a minute just just yeah. over Rick and Morty. We gotta wrap this up. One shot's about to blow this thing up. <laughs> nah, it's all right. Listen, hold on. Um, I'm going to no. You're not coming on the cams. No. Um, ban, uh, lock this bitch up. Um, I just want to ask you guys at D23. It's all I want to ask you. Yep. What 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 you're the most excited to to see? That's all. Finally seeing, yeah, finally seeing who the Fantastic Four is actually going to be, and not have the rumor mill, uh, rumor mill twenty four seven. It's like it's like watching, it's like watching the trade deadline. It's like who's going where. It's like I just want to know. Let's get over, get it over with. You know what I'm saying? We're getting all four at D twenty three. I think we're getting Reed and Sue. Yeah, I don't know. Just announce Um, them all at this point. Um, yeah, I agree with that. But they might not have cast Ben and, and Johnny yet. Maybe not. Yeah. Uh, they, they may not have cast them yet. I think Reed and Sue are cast, though. Um, are they going to announce people on stage with Feige that they're bringing out? Yeah, led to off this off this phantom list that came out of nowhere from some sort of insider. And Denzel Washington, John Carlos Esposito. I, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, Boyega's supposed to be somebody like so. I, it's dude. I, mean, I can't John- imagine Denzel Washington in the MCU. <laughs> like, I don't know what, what he's gonna the play. hell is he gonna play? I don't care. I love him. I, exactly. I love him too. I love exactly. him too. But I don't know what. I think he's gonna. I think him and John Carlo are both gonna play Kang variants. Dude, yeah. I can tell you right now, you can make Denzel Washington Wolverine for all I give a shit. I love it. Denzel's the main. I don't know if I can. You see can it give me a Wolverine. Yeah. You can. Give, they're they're, they're give saying John Carlo was gonna be. Uh, uh, Professor X and Denzel's and Magneto. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're going that route, man. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I'd I'm watch in. it. I'm in. I, I'm all in. We're trailers too. We're supposed yeah, to be getting uh, trailers for, I believe, Ant Man. Yeah, it's, yeah. It says uh, it says Ant Man and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Yeah, I, I would think for sure we're getting Secret Invasion because they already put out the the early footage at Comic Con yeah. months ago. So it says it says it could be the first Secret Invasion trailer where the trailer yeah. could be. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, show everything they showed at Comic Con. Yeah, private, yeah probably. Private. Um, I think there is going to be surprises though that wasn't shown at Comic Con. Uh, I think it's going to be surprises i don't know if they're gonna have any new trailers because like already like at comic-con they did ant-man guardian secret invasion and wakanda forever yeah else now that they're gonna have a trailer ready for you know what i'm saying like but but a a, a few like secret invasion and uh, ant-man like those things were hidden from the public so i'm saying those are all gonna be though yeah those those hopefully are gonna come um yeah in forms of an actual trailer for us to see and not be hidden behind closed doors. But that's what I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you think they're going to, I don't think they're going to do it, but announce a doom. 
that was one of the things that they said Denzel could be. Doom? I don't know if I see him as Doom. I mean, I'll I watch him. I can see him as Dr. Doom. Yeah. I don't know. I can see him as Dr. Doom. It'd be cool. I, I wouldn't hate it, but I don't know. I told you, I'll take I'll take a I'll take a cameo of Denzel sitting on the toilet. I love right. that guy. <laughs> I don't even care. It says here, uh, Marvel panels are also expected to feature some significant news ranging from director confirmations, Fantastic Four cast unveilings, and even new project announcements. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, they have those eight. They, they have those eight titles that they that they didn't announce at yeah. uh, San at Diego. Comic-Con, yep. So they're probably going to announce what, what's going in those slots. And then from there, who freaking knows? So we'll we'll have a better idea after D23. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, uh, guys, listen, um, I know I'm not, uh, I'm not as handsome as Sparta Chris, but uh, <laughs> I, I do appreciate you guys letting me lead the ship tonight. Thanks for yes, hammering. Good job there, Captain. You guys killed it. Thank you guys, as always, for the wealth of knowledge you deliver to the group, to the room, as always. Um, and listen, I mean, quite frankly, there's a reason why these guys are always on these theater rooms and always doing what they're doing. You can see they're in tune with really everything that's going on, um, you know, different from someone like me who's picking and choosing. So, you know, I get I really get all of my my information from you guys, man. So thank you for doing what you do, having the info that you have. And even when you're wrong about Lord of the Rings, bro, I know you're right about other stuff. So, guys and girls, listen. Morty, baby, go watch it. Yo, um, sept- September 9th, Cobra Kai. Let's get it. Cobra Kai, September 9th. September 9th, Cobra Kai. If you haven't already, uh, okay. subscribe Subscribe to, uh, really, first of all, YouTube, yeah. Twitch. You get a percentage off Twitch right now. Um, as soon and, as we get, as yeah, soon ahead. as we get. Is it 20 or 25? 20. We're 20? Yeah, 20, yep. 20, we're, 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 uh, we're giving some free G-Gen stuff away, dude, which is which absolutely is awesome. The, the, the sweatshirt, the picture looks dope in person. It's sick. Um, we have some stuff. We've had people who bought it. You can buy it if you'd like to either way. Um, but definitely subscribe to everything we got going on from ranging from TikTok, to Twitch, to YouTube. I mean, dude, we have it. Literally, we have it all. If you Facebook, if you can't get it here, you can't get it anywhere. And we say it all the time. Um, you really can watch guys stream. You can listen to people do whatever. Uh, but we really pride ourselves on being like you guys and girls. And, you know, we're, we're husbands, dads blue collar guys we this is what we do we work we come home we love doing this stuff and we try and deliver a little bit uh, of it to you guys and connect with everybody on the same level as us and uh thank you for riding out with us man uh, yeah. for now i'm out of here sorry thank you brother yes sir anytime butters thanks for jumping in chat as always <clears throat> yep zuplex thank you kiddo my man anytime all right brother that's it for now. G-Gen's out. Captain's out. We'll catch yeah. you later.